So, so uh, this is you know Wine Tasting Sundays episode seven. We're sitting down with an uh, uh, international musician from Cameroon. His name is uh, Stanley Eno. Um, you should Google him, check him out on YouTube. We're going to ask him questions, trying to pick his brain, understand him a little bit. Uh, you know, how he got into the, to his art, what, what made him start his art. Uh, then once again, I have uh, my, my homie with me. I'm going to let him introduce himself. Yeah, I hear him again, nearly. I hope it'll be a pleasure. You, I mean, you'll take some great pleasure listening to us today. And and then uh, the other my other uh, guest, my friend uh, Raul, introduce yourself, sir. Raul Kelly, Kelly okay, in the building, and then the the man of the the hour that we're gonna interview, uh, Stanley. Can you uh, Stanley? We got we got a man himself. Oh, we saw my brother. What's happening? Papa. Oh man, everything is well. Everything is well so far. Like yo. You know, in Houston, I just I just uh, came back from Austin because uh, I was super blessed to be invited this year f- to the Africa to the world from to the Africa to perform at the Africa to the world stage okay. in uh, at the Sabasawest. You know, so it was something really big. You know, so we are you know we are in a space where Cameroon Cameroonian music is having a lot of visibility, yes. and I'm happy that I had this opportunity, and I'm right here. You know, so. Yeah, I'm well, you know, just the pollen that is a little bit complicated, you know, with Texas, but I mean. What, what, traveling in Texas? I mean, pollen, pollen. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, pollen, yeah, the oh, allergies. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, you, you, I mean, you came at the wrong time of the year, That's weird, though. <laughs> I, I have that issue, but up north, here in, in, in the south in Houston, I haven't had that, that issue. I, I haven't had that issue since I've been here. It's weird. I mean... I think it depends. Allergy, it gets everybody to different, oh, different oh, maybe it's because I travel a lot, you know, because, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. But, I mean, yo. It's got to be all glory. I mean, like, I'm happy because, I mean, we were scheduled to perform just one day, but, you know, ended up performing two days, two nights back-to-back because the first performance, they say it was good. And, um, you know, we just repping the flag like that. The people here. Yeah, Cameroon. Oh, man. I think they deserve more. Yeah, so just blessed to be in that position today. Just reaching out to the people and thank God for life. No, that's good. That's good. That's it's important. Um, someone was telling me this morning that it's, it's important to like, you know, you close your eyes at night, you don't know if you're going to wake up in the morning, you know? Uh-huh. So when you wake up in the morning, you should be thankful. Um, so can you speak a little bit about like, uh, your art, your beginnings, what, like, why, what music, what made you, what rap, what made you start rapping? Particularly as a Cameroonian artist, you know, because I think before you, they were not really a rap, Cameroonian rapper that make it so, that made it so big. So what, what got you into it? Oh, basically, I mean, it's, um, I mean, it's just me trying to do my thing, just falling in love with the hip hop culture, you know, right from Cameroon. You know, I had my other brother come in to play this all, <laughs> these tapes, these cassettes by, you know, rap, legendary rappers like Tupac, Biggie, and all of them. Yeah. So that's all how, that's how it all started. And um, I just caught the fever. And, uh, and uh, I mean, but I mean, before me, I have, 
uh, great people like um, like Crotal, ah, yeah. like Crotal, like X Malaya, like mm-hmm. you know, a lot, a lot of great people who did stuff before me. So yeah. I pay respect to the legends and the greats, you know. So I just came in at an internet era where I had a little bit, I mean, I had some dope authenticity and yeah. people just loved what I, you know. What I did, and you know, and uh, oh man, this show on TV is very funny. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's ridiculousness. Oh, so, uh, Stanley, I have a question for you. Why? Is it on? Right? It's on. Yeah. Okay. I have a question for you. You know, I know you for a long time. Oh yeah. And uh, I know I knew your struggle back then, and and um, can you kind of give a little briefly a story about your pet from <clears throat> being nobody? I call it like that, you know. Oh, the beginnings, you know, yeah. At the beginning back then, to be today, the international artists flying around the world, you know. Can you give us a little story, the pet, what it took you to get there, and then the advice that you give to the youth out there following you? But I mean, I've never considered myself as being a nobody. No, no, when I say nobody uh, like is... beginning, yeah. <laughs> like when, when you... That's how I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody, when I mean nobody, I mean is, you know, back then no, people no. didn't know you. No, no, no. You know. I, I understand it's great yeah. what you're saying. I'm yeah, just yeah, so that's what my, I meant. Yeah. I'm just trying to give a pretty answer from, you know, because the choice of the words that a human portrays, because what you're saying is, is super great because yeah. we know each other, but I'm trying to say I always saw myself as a somebody, but it's somebody in the dark. Yeah, you know, that's a good one. I like that. I like that. I like that. <laughs> so, um, man, that's a that's a quote. <laughs> yeah. So, um, basically, you know, that's how I just considered myself, like from way back, and I'm like, okay, let me just uh, try working hard and just looking for opportunity. You know what I mean? So, I hailed from a small town called Bafusam that is in the western region of Cameroon, right. and it was uh, a land of no opportunity. Mm-hmm. But a land of so many and plenty talent. So, right. you know, I remember that having studios to record, for example, look at this setup you have right now. Mm-hmm. That was great luxury for someone living in the West. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel you on that. So it's, it's, it's something really, you know, but I mean, what I love about the West is just, it's, it's just a place where we just have the love, you know what I mean? Because, we as Africans and we particularly living in Buffalo Samoa in the Western region, we just trek or we're just gonna be moving. I mean, like we walk, we just walk a lot of long distances without yeah. complaining because we're just happy. Yeah. You know, you just have like less than a dollar, you can buy some sugar cane and mm-hmm. yeah, just, 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 you know, we just had a lot of love and, you know, and we had markets, you know, like at the market square, we had used clothes that were always, you know, mm-hmm. French, they call it déballage. You know, um, like that's auction sales of used clothes, beautiful t-shirts that, you know, we just had like this whole beautiful vibe. Mm-hmm. But for some had this beautiful vibe. We just wanted more mm-hmm. and we could do stuff with less. You know what I mean? So I remember... Ravel back in the days in school, being super polite, you know what I mean? Nice guy. <laughs> I'm still polite. <laughs> <laughs> super polite. You know, nice guy, you know, ambitious and everything. And, you know, at some point we lost track of each other because he came to the States. I wasn't aware, but mm-hmm. I knew via Facebook because I just saw, 
the guy became in Kutu. That is. What does that mean? What does that mean? An army. What does that mean? Soldier, bro. Yeah. That's mine. Yeah, but I mean, like, so. Um, long story short, it's like, Bafasam has ever been the place where um, it's kind of hard to, it's kind of hard to really excel like that. Maven just came in. It's it's hard to really excel. So. Um, we just got in uh we just got in positions where I had to really, you know, I had to really make it in school. Yeah. To be able to see the what we used to refer as the big cities that is Dualao Yaoundé. You know what I mean? I had to make it I had to make it to school. I I mean I had to validate my high school diploma, you know what I mean, to make it to the university to go to Dualao because when I fell in love with hip hop, with rap and everything, yeah. uh, you know, I didn't have much opportunity and you know Having a dad was a soldier as well. You know, he used to be um very, very pretty severe on us, you know what I mean? Like pretty wild. You know, just you know, flocking that ass every day like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I mean, so that's how we grew up. So I had so the real I really I was free in my mind because I could compose uh -huh. with or without without or with or with no beats, you know what I mean? Like just listening to other rappers and try to flow on the songs and everything. Mm -hmm. And at some point, you know, when I got my advanced level, you know, I went to uh, college, what we call university. Mm -hmm. um, and then, um, you know, that was in Douala. I chose Douala because that's the city where everything happens. Douala is like New York in Cameroon, yeah. you know what I mean? So that's the grind. And I went there, I started, you know, working on TV, I started, I did radio, I did voiceovers, I did TV. Why? Because having a lot of great artists and rappers there, you wouldn't just come from what's considered as the hinterlands, mm -hmm. that is um, the Western region, and just come and pop. Yeah. It's going to be hard. So I had to use that that TV route, being a host, and, you know, it's it, it, it that was the easiest way to, you know, to get into the business, you know, and just get get it being recognized. And I work with a lot of great guys, you know what I mean? Like with the Shalemin, the gods of that time, yeah. you know what I mean? Tony Nobody and, you know, a couple of great folks, you know? So, yeah, so I just had a little segment on the show and it wouldn't even show my face because it was just like a voiceover show where I just give like gossips about the, the existing stars, you know? Mm -hmm. So while then I was still going to university, I had no money, but I had to sacrifice the lure I had to go. Um, no, I mean like to go to the to the TV station because okay. I, I had no salary. I was like a trainee and it's like, like Tony even told me one day, you want to shine? Use the money and I shine. I'm like, what? Okay, <laughs> cool. <clears throat> so, I mean, from that time, I just... Um, I mean, I just kept running, and, and the feedback was very positive. People from where I come from, Bafusam, were glued on that television station, Canal 2 International. And I had, like, a lot of positive feedback. So, um, you know, I just kept on grinding and making my music, you know, because uh, I knew that one day with the platform that I have, mm -hmm. people know I have a voice already, you know, I started hosting shows, hosting a lot of big artists coming from friends, you know, from other countries, you know, I had this, I had show making skills, you know, like really being like a crowd, you know, you, you a crowd mean? person and um, crowd pleaser. 
Yeah. So, um, yeah, then at some point I was like, ah, bro. And when I had my degree, I'm like, hell no. I mean, I can't <laughs> do this anymore because I've been working under somebody for so long. <clears throat> and, you know, and I believe that I'm ripe enough as a banana, you know what I mean, to <laughs> to do my stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm edible now. Yeah. So the world has to feed, and and then getting like a like a nine to five a job was not a not, oh, no. was not the question. Oh no, no, it was was not a question. You know what I mean? Because uh, um, I had to sacrifice that, and and yeah, leaving. I think I even, I think I even told uh, my parents back then that I didn't make some courses so that they could still send me a couple of bucks. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's, that's yeah. the hustle, you know. Yeah, you know, so I could still live around uh, the student area, be free to connect, and blah 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 blah. But at some point, I just cut off the show I was on because I was like, it's either I get rich or that I try. Okay. You yeah. know, because I, I don't wanna. I said, let me. I won't play second. So I won't play second figure for something that I believe I paid dues a lot and I believed on my own I could make it. Yeah. That was a very bold, I would say arrogant kind of stand to take, but at some point it's your life. It's yeah. either you live See it or someone move. lives it for yeah. you, you know? So um, I, I cut up from that show for one or two, three months. You know, when you're not on TV anymore, like you ain't got visibility anymore. Right. So people might forget you because stars are meant to shine. Mm -hmm. Artists are meant to be on TV. If you're not on TV, you're not a star. You're a star for you and your parents or you and your brothers and your wife is in the hood, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, what happened is I went back, sat down, relaxed, and I'm like, let me just give them that song that the country and the continent is waiting for. Mm -hmm. I wrote it a couple of times. I stayed in my university room. I had a bunch of homies, you know what I mean? And um, I made it. And I remember back then um, at my university hostel, the lady that that gave me, the lady that rented me, like the landlady, the owner of that building, mm -hmm. stays behind, we stay in front. You know what I mean? So I used to play music very loud with my producer, Soft Touch. Oh no, because man, that's the vibe, bro. Just the, he's got, just like that. And you, can't, like, you can't work on music and have it low. Yeah, she's like, oh, Stanley, je vais te chasser. I'm going to drive you from this building. You're shouting too much. You're making noise. Hon, hon, hon. And he'd be like, yo, man. So I, I just, you know, I just kept being polite, polite kid. And, you know, because I couldn't help it. Because when, I, and this one thing, if you know me, when, when I shower, mm -hmm. my team is going to tell you my entourage when I shower. I scream a lot, you know, I, I sing a lot, or I either think a lot, so that's my thinking yeah. spot. So, um, yeah, so as from that time, um, the song just came out, and I had no, I, even, I, I didn't even have an Android phone like that, I just had like a little techno phone, mm -hmm. there's a Mac called Techno, yeah. that is a Chinese kind of, <clears throat> Chinese brand, that used to take uh, chips, but I mean like chips, like SIM cards, but memory cards, sticks, okay. you know what I mean? So I put my song there. Everywhere I go, I play, I play, I play, I play. A lot of people didn't really believe because it was like a real hip hop sound. Mm -hmm. Like, no, this kind of genre can't really walk in the country and everything, blah, 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 blah. And um, a lot of people didn't really believe. So at some point, you know, I'm like, okay, I went to communication school started business journalism so what can i do to be kind of different so i'm like okay let me think business wise i'm like okay let me go to see photographers like mm -hmm. i chose the dope the dopest photographer in the country you know alan Gan. shout out to alan Gan. you know that he 
took me a couple of no 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 Shamak, mm-hmm. Shamak the guy who did the video. He took me a couple of um, a couple of pictures and a dope background in Alangan studio, mm-hmm. and man, the images were super clean because it's the kind of images that back then you see you see them only on adverts mm-hmm. by from big companies like telecom companies. So I had those kind of images and it was kind of huge and really lovely. So um, and um, one thing that happened as well is um, yeah. One thing that happened, one thing that happened is like, oh, I was super bold to post those kind of images, you know what I mean, yes. on the internet. And and I attacked myself as being the Cameroon hip hop messiah. <laughs> That's what I labeled myself, you know what I mean, on Facebook, on my Facebook post. A lot of people were like, ah, da 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 da. Mm-hmm. We think he's blah, 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 Because I was ready, because I knew I had that sound. I just had that confidence. Mm-hmm. Like everybody who knows me knew that. There was nothing existing bigger than that sound. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So at some point now, the streets that you know, I just dropped it online on SoundCloud. The place were wild. So I'm I'm, I'm more of an internet kid from Africa, you know. I mean, like okay. in the generation, so it went wild, went wild in the diaspora, then wild in the streets of Cameroon. I couldn't really walk past the streets anymore. Like, when was the first time you heard your song like on the radio, or you noticed that, oh shit, like things have changed. Oh, bro, like, yo, because I was living in the university area, you know what I mean? But not even in the Buji University mm-hmm. area, like, in a, you know, in a little... And these guys in the streets were just waiting for me, and the way they started talking to me had changed, bro. Guys I used to be with every day. Like, yo, bro, you're going to blow up, you're going to blow up, you're going to blow up. They would stay back at the junction, mm-hmm. be 5, 10, and have a boombox and just listening to my song. I'm like, what? Is it still me, bro? This tiny little guy, bro? So I'm like, okay, cool. And um, after that, I also shot a video, and you know, I just became super popular. I can't really tell you how, but I had to leave that area because it was kind of risky for me now. Because the niggas in the hood now was trying to wrap me oh, even shit. out of nothing. You know, what I mean, like they saw they had a vision of you know, so I just had to leave overnight yeah, get out of there. Yeah. and go to my late sister's place. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. so I, I she was in a safer neighborhood. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. so. I went there and uh, I just started getting confused, bro. Like from you know from being anonymous to being known, like everybody knowing you. Yeah, for those who know, I can't go to the store. For those who know Africa, you know we have bikes. We ride bikes, bro. And these bike guys make a lot of noise. Yeah. In the morning, this guy's gonna be like, like singing the chorus of the song. (laughs) I think without even knowing that, maybe I lived there, so it was like a viral song. Mm Playing on every bike, I'm like, whoa, this guy's becoming popular. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It was kind of hard for me to, so I had to go through the basement sometimes to go out. Was it oh, scary? Shit. Was it scary sometimes? Super scary. Like, yo, Raul, do you imagine you just being a nobody and just waking up one day, let's say on a Monday, then on a Friday, yeah. everybody is listening to you. your song, playing your song, bro. You freak out, bro. Mm-hmm. People, people don't. Need, people didn't even know my face because the visual wasn't out, but the sound was so the, the everywhere. Song was, the, the, the hit was faster. It was moving faster than. I mean, it, I, I, then I switched from taking normal cabs to mm-hmm. I used to hire cabs now. Yeah. You know, you know, because I mean, because and everywhere I'm, I'm like, bro, it was new for me. <laughs> everywhere was, you, you know, go, <laughs> it was new. Then now the first show I ever had was at the club. John, do you remember the show organized by Bart? The very first show we had at the club, when Hamper just dropped, 
I look, yeah, that was B Blows, right? Hell no, the one with uh, that was already big, like the one we did with Bart, Bart at the club, oh, B Blows. Yeah, I you know I already had the attitude of a star. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I used to walk in thinking that people were gonna be shout screaming, but at that point my song was bigger than me. So they don't know the face. No, they, I mean they knew the face, but you know, they, you're not that big. You know, it's like oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, it's, you know, like the situations where you know I'm in love with the Coco. Yeah, you know the song. The song you know is bigger f- than the person. Yeah, but, but exactly. now if you have the right team that can match the brand, brand. and the sound, mm-hmm. you know, we, it took time now. Then now, from from then, from that show, people, you know, like, I used to play shows where people are expecting my song, not me. Then now, three months oh, later, shit. you know, I started branding and everything. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, put the face. Then now, when I, I come in, mm-hmm. when I come in, people just started fainting and everything. So I'm like, whoa, is this happening for real? <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I mean, it's, it's just a blessing for me, you know, just... Just dreaming and just, just you know, man. Living your, living your dream. Oh yeah, I mean, but you know, it's been like that. That was that was six years ago. I'm happy that I did. Um, I mean, my team and now we did the hardest thing because it's it's one thing to be a sensation and it's another one to have a career. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. I don't know about some other people here, but I mean, some other. You know, the system is different from other people be having realities like that. And this system, you know, it's yeah. it's different. But I know like. I remember I came to America for the very first time. I listened to a lot of Fade Wap. Yeah. And the other day I was asking someone, is that guy still active like that? So, I mean, there's a lot of situations where you have one song. Mm-hmm. You got a hit and then and he don't see you no more. He don't or see you no more. Yeah. And a lot of people were thinking that that's what I'm going to be. So I had to fight hard to, to prove them wrong. And so for so many years. So, um, um, I mean, after that, just winning heavy awards like the MTV Award, bro. yeah. You know, like the MTV Award would, I mean, like just the Grammys for us, you know what I mean? That there's no award that's bigger than that one. Like, and I was in nominated in categories with um, Nigerian artists, South African artists. So, you know, no matter, I mean, we are a small population in Cameroon, but we still, we still got to win. So, yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's quite a journey, man. Like, from the art now to the corporate side, because at some point, you know, I'm like, okay, what can I do with the low fame I got? You know, we started integrating, you know, this whole uh, social corporate responsibility side to the level, you know, Model and Empire, that's my level. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we created the Stanley and a foundation, you know, taking care of street kids and everything. Mm-hmm. But now those street kids started robbing me at some point. I'm like, what? Robbing you? What? Yeah, man. Is that the Yeah. Et, et de l'éducation mm-hmm. parce que si tu éduques les enfants c'est très bien pour le système et tout ça et euh, voilà donc avec le temps on se bonifie comme du vin mm-hmm. et euh, voilà donc on, on connaît des hauts on connaît des bas euh, maintenant euh, avec la popularité il y a des gens qui viennent il y a des gens que tu perds il mm-hmm. y a toi qui perds la tête il y a Like parano, you know, it's yeah, a lot I of imagine. Yeah, it's a lot of different things. So, but 
I thank God that today we are on a, uh, on another dimension, you know. I mean, I'm blessed to have uh, people like Raul, mm-hmm. people like John, people like DJ, people like, you know, my whole team, people like Maven, we just came in, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, bringing that beautiful, um, giving that push to that, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was blessed having uh, this, um, this Congress recognition by Sheila Jackson, like she's a Congresswoman in the, uh, in Houston, so, Houston? Okay. yeah. So I mean, those are things that are way bigger than money, you know. Like, um, yes, giving you those kind of props as a global outstanding leader, that's super huge. So that's why you see, um, you know, I feel I'm on a sky level right now. Sky level, not because I believe I made it, because I'm still on the way. Mm-hmm. I'm still finding my way. But sky level because I'm around some positive energies. I just mm-hmm. told, I spoke about Raul now doing his own thing mm-hmm. with the Africa Chamber of Commerce and everything, yes, you know, yes, yes. giving that positive image of Africa, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So for me, it's just being in this pace of sh- mutual sharing, mutual love, mutual mm-hmm. respect Helping each other. In, our, in our different domains and trying to, uh, you know, uh, build um, a bridge between Africa and and the world so i mean it's it's all good we 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 pretty much moving so uh, i have two questions you know from the story that you know your journey right from trying to be the artist but you had to find a way to the television to get to that level if i understood it right yeah because um coming where i come from it's like me coming from the country, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. going to the city. Mm-hmm. They criticize your accent. Or they criticize because I'm from. I went to places where. Let me let me just say it in an American format. I went to places where we had no. I grew up in places where we had no mall. Mm-hmm. I went to the city and I discovered what malls were, and yeah. the people in the city where malls are know that you're coming from places where the, there's no malls. malls. So they believe you are, they're pretty much advanced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you can't come and compete with them. Yeah. On the branding level, it wouldn't match. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So Douala is the heart of, the economical, the economic heart of Cameroon. You're coming from Bafusam where there's a lot of cash crops being grown and everything mm-hmm. for, at that point. Mm-hmm. Now it has changed. Mm-hmm. But at that point, the perception of you coming from that end, you know, there was a lot of stigma. Mm-hmm. And plus, I was an Anglophone and English-speaking person in a the French-dominated Kanda system, so I was still it was a double Kanda, okay. you know. So I had to go through a lot of these things. But you know, you know, besides talent, there was hard work because I know that. I mean, hard work always beats talent. You know what I mean? At the end of the day. As I was saying, so my point is that the message you're sharing nowadays is you have to find a way. When you want to get somewhere, you have to find a different Man, you, way you to get there. You got to find it. You got to find it. I believe you all have stories, bro. Yeah. I mean, Raul, you may, maybe you haven't really sat me down and told me about times where you were criticized for your accent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even here. Yeah, even here. Even y'all. You know what I mean? So it's hard, but I'm happy that we're not at that level where it's hard on a small scale. Mm-hmm. It's hard on the bigger scale. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if we could just use this opportunity to encourage whoever has a dream <coughs> of being whatever, you know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. know that Beyonce poops and she sneezes too. <laughs> like, you just did. So, so the, the other question I have, uh, <coughs> I have for you is, you know, as we all know, 
the process you've been to, you became today that's international Stanley, you know. Uh, you was the first guy to open the door for the artists in Cameroon. Uh, we saw you with the MTV Award. We <laughs> got up for all kind of award. We saw you at the Grammy. We saw you with the Congressional Recognition. And, yeah. and so, so you pretty much, that role model for, 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 for the youth in Cameroon, right? Yeah. That freaking, yeah. That was, if you say so. Is it not all? No, no. <laughs> no, you say? Yeah. No, that freaking, I mean, I'm, I'm saying if you listen to all your story, that freaking yeah. ambassador. So my question now is, with the responsibility that you have, because like, I would say, I have a friend of mine, I, have, I always take, tell a, a friend of mine, look, is when you reach that kind of level, you're not a son of your parent no more. You're a son of the country, you're the son of the people, right? So what is next one for the modern empire as <clears throat> you paving the way for the other artists and using that corporate size that you mentioned? And what is next for, uh, the foundation, Stanley, no foundation. Pretty much what is you cooking out there to keep doing what you do and helping the other people behind you and always inspire all the youth. I mean, like, yo, let me just, I mean, I just want to thank you all for that question. I never knew that you were this eloquent. You know, <laughs> um, you know so um, thank you, man. Like, you know, you never know where these things may go, you know. Um, Maybe Trump is gonna be trumping on you when you he's gonna find this or something, you know. But uh, yeah, but um, foundation-wise, we are at the level where we're trying to create. I want to want to build schools. Nice. So we're trying to create sustainable relationships. You know what I mean? And we also need your support. You know what I mean? You know, and um, to find a way to uh to raise funds with okay. uh, the, the brand we have so far to raise funds and you know and try as much as possible to um, to reach out to the people out there and you know just uh, be in this, in this position of um, 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 like you want to you want to reach out you want to do it mostly in cameroon you want to have oh, the in cameroon, cameroon. cameroon in our community you know reach out to the people and uh, and mostly um because we already have these partnerships with this with a lot of orphanages in the, in the country but i okay. mean it's high time that we don't just go there with food and go in there to give free concerts which is super cool but mm -hmm. you know yes we want to be able to to build schools for them and also have like medical supplies coming in. Mm -hmm. We need a lot of corporate support right now, and uh, uh, we know that the chamber, the African Chamber of Commerce, is into such because you know, and uh, because as an artist, you can't do all by yourself. You need team. You need a lot yeah. of dope people by yourself because you never become who you are by yourself. By yourself you know yeah. so. That's 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 for that. And musically, I have my album coming out, super yeah, huge. Yeah, you have a date? Yeah, um, I want to do June, but I mean, like, yo, I want to do June, and uh, we're blessed to have PTP on the album. Nice. PTP is, um, yeah, as a legend from. <laughs> you gonna get me on the Cameron. album too? Oh, Can I be on the album too? Raul is, on, <laughs> Raul, Raul is on the intro. All right. He came Talking to the studio and he dropped me that fire. You know? Yeah, he he was saying. 
you know, he remembers, he remember time like this when he ran like this. <laughs> yes, sir. What do you support from time like this? Stanley versus, you know, because it's going to be a double Ooh. out. It's going to be like a two-sided album, like, you know, me. So, so you just got the exclusivity, man. Yeah. Yeah, me doing pop and me keeping, uh, keeping it straight hip hop as okay. well. Because uh, the world today is what we call in French, a métissage. You got to mix, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Music is changing. You gotta, you gotta not only follow trends, but I mean, use the trends and beat it around. Mm-hmm. And I have Fali Poopa in the album. Nice. You know, um, I have Daphne in the album. I have this little beautiful girl. I call her Magina Aiko. She's from Cameroon. She, her name is Nabila. Nabila, okay. I just have Diamond Platinum on the album. Superstar from East Africa. I have a couple of French, French friends artists. Okay. Now we also singers, rappers. No, I prefer to go to pop stars. Pop stars, okay. Yeah, and um, yeah. So we just dropped um a new single called uh, "Good Day Fire." Okay. But before that, we dropped this super heat song called "Which is My making Way. a lot of noise right now." Oh, yeah. thank you. Man. Making a lot of noises. So Last time I five. checked, it was like 200,000 yeah. views in 24 hours. Less than 24 hours. Yeah, only two days and 48 hours. 48 hours, like, yeah. you working, you working, working. Like, yeah, you know, so, I mean, it's the people, so I just got to use this platform to thank them because without without them clicking, like, we'll not get this far, so. Yeah. But before that, I have my way, super hit song in the country, in, a, in the continent, you know, so I did that with Loco and Tizi Panchaco. Mm-hmm. We got some dope guys, you know what I mean? So we just have to expect a lot from me, though. And uh, with the Modern Empire, like Raul was asking, I just signed a new artist called Daiko. He just finished shooting his video right okay. now. Today, yes. So, yeah, uh, Houston, he's, oh, he's back home. Oh, no, he's back home. Back home, okay. Yeah, you know, he's from Africa to the world, not from the okay. world to Africa. Man, internet. That's yeah, it. you know, so, um, yeah, so that's, that's all me. And besides that, uh, I got I just caught pollen. I got I caught cold in America. Oh yeah, traveling <laughs> and the weather in Houston. I don't know how long you've been in Houston, but like it's up and down. Yeah, so the whole week Monday to Thursday we had the AC on, and then yeah, so and last some some question, Stanley. We are gonna play this little game, why? Oh, let's go. You gonna play this game, why? So first before we play the game, question: What was your biggest stage ever? The no. one that you felt that you got on the stage was like. Just like one of the biggest, you know. Oh, the biggest opportunity I had to perform was, um, I think that was 20, 2013 when my, my first hit song dropped. I performed at the Super Bowl. Ooh. Yeah. Um, uh, 40,000 people, you know. That's major. The crowd went wild. You know, it was a great opportunity offered by this um great telecom company. And, you know. Um, that's from where I had the whole validation of the country. And the you may have seen a video, I think. And um, that's nice. Yeah, I had Gabon too. The first time I went to Gabon, I was really nervous of how the crowd is gonna receive me and everything, you know. But man, I was just received like a king, you know. What I mean, like just going mm-hmm. to the airport, passing through VIP. <laughs> so, I mean, it was just me getting used to this. The vibe, vibe the whole vibe. Like, Yo, that's nice. Flying first class, blah, 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 blah. you know, those are things yeah. that. They come with time, you know, especially yeah. if you're not born with it. So I would say, um, Fandena Stadium in Yonde, Cameroon versus Libya, bro. That was 
Yeah, 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 I remember. I remember, yeah. That was when Samuel Little was still in the team. You know, the greats like uh, Jeremy Njitap. Mm -hmm. You know, all of these other dope brothers. So that was a great... Um, that was a great, that, you know, that day was yeah, a great moment. And, you know, from that was like, what a time to be alive. So. <laughs> what a time to be Yeah. So now we play the game, why? What's the and game? And I, I, you know, I ask you a question and you pick one. <laughs> so wine or beer, which one do you pick? I say wine because I love wine, eh? but yeah. not crying. But I love wine, eh, bro. Because <laughs> I love food, you know what I mean? I know you like walking out. Walking, oh, a lot, a lot. walking outside or walking indoor or outdoor? No, indoor. I'm just indoor. used to indoor, you know what I mean? Because um, we get to concentrate, listen to music, weights and everything. I think I'm going to walk out even though I'm a little bit sick, but, you know, I think it's going to make me feel better. And, you know, because, you know, it's just, it's become like a lifestyle thing. So, yeah. For the lady out there, single or in relationship? <laughs> oh no, I'm super single and I, <laughs> super, single. super single and I like um, you know, I'm just like a fat kid who loves cake. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm gonna give you some artist name. I'm gonna give you some artist name. You gonna tell me Smash or Pass? Oh bro, let's go. Ashanti. <laughs> oh man, oh bro. I don't know if I'm uh. P doesn't exist when you talk about her, so I'm a smash up. <laughs> I go chop on Baba. Jinaiko. <laughs> I go chop on brother. <laughs> Beyonce. Nah, she's too big for me. <laughs> respect that's, that's big homie, man. respect to the big homie. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's some people that you just like, even if you ask me if I want to collab with Beyonce, I'd be like, no. <laughs> I just want to see how up there, be like, yeah. sister, you know, if you, if you could post about me, nice, but nah, she's, she's, she's up there. Let her be up there, bro. Give me a lot, babe. Oh, I'll smash, brother. I'll smash. Blanche Bailey. <laughs> I, I, I won't smash because, not, cause, not, not that I'm going to pass. But I won't smash because, I mean, she she's a sister in the game like that. Forget about forget about being a sister in the game. Forget that you don't know her. She don't yeah. know you. You don't know her. Nah, I know her because I can't forget. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> no, we go from the fact that you don't you know, know her. Know her. <laughs> no, but, uh, I don't know Shanti, but I know Blanche because we work together. You know what I mean? But I mean, she's it's it's like family, so. I don't see how I'm going to smash family like that, so. Hey, come on, son. <laughs> and perf performing at a stadium or at a corporate event? Stadium, bro. Stadium, yeah. bro. But if your management is super powerful at a corporate event, you make more money than at the stadium. Because these corporates, to have you privately, need to really pay for real, you know? So it all depends on the context. You know, so but performing is always a great thing for every artist. So some people prefer studio, but I mean, I prefer being live and just sharing the vibes. And if you ask me, where I wanted to, if I if I were to choose a place where I want to die, I think it's going to be on stage, bro. On stage, yeah. That feeling, yeah. It's I can only imagine, <laughs> man. As a love of music, I can only imagine that feeling. You get on, the, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not not. I mean, passing on stage directly on stage, yeah. nah. 
not falling down and going to the hospital and passing. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying like you just yeah. you know get they give you the mic and you go up. That feeling. No, man. but I'm not going to die, brother. And you know, fa- you, know what, you know, you know what you say is what happens. Papa Wemba <laughs> said that, and that was all happened. That all happened. Yeah. So your favorite food. Oh man, I ain't got no favorite things. You know what I mean? Um, um, oh man, I don't know. It's hard. For, it's hard to. It's hard to pick now. You know. My mama told me to never have favorite food. <laughs> I was, you know what I mean? You're going to be trapped. <laughs> You're going to be trapped. Because men love food, you know what I mean? So, I just eat whatever I see. Yeah. And uh, with no regret, if you have to change something else from then to now, what you got to change? Oh, yeah. From where you pop up to today, what you got to change? Oh, man. Um, Actually, like, to, let me correct from from where you start working. You know, the struggle, your craft to today, to your journey. If you got a chance, we know we're great. If you got a chance, something, what you, what will you do? Oh, I'm, I'm really happy with the no regret thing. Because like my father, uh, Nelson Mandela, I never feel I learned. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, That's profound. Never feel I learned. Um, what, would I, what I would say is... Um, uh, if I could, I would change um I'll try to change my context. The context from where I grew up from because Okay. I knew that if I had the same talent transported like in, in America. Oh in America but Yeah, the perhaps. same talent, the same hustle. America like right now I'll be building like Thirty thousand schools without even trying to organize a fundraising event because you know the power I have. Yeah, or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's so, what you're saying. So, but sometimes it's very unfortunate that back home, because of some silly kind of wars, it affects business. You know, it affects business. But at the end of the day, you know, studio 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 rates are still the same. Yeah. So I won't be like, yo, because there's war or because there's instability, I, I ain't got to have like a little check, a real check that I deserve for the music I make because um, the people are focused on something else because the guy was in the studio. That's why the guy was in the studio is, is the best guy because artists go and come and go, but they always get the money. Mm-hmm. You record, you pay. You shoot a video, you pay. You don't blow, is your problem. <laughs> you know, so... <laughs> Sometimes it's being it's good to be the camera guy or to be the DJ because the DJ's gonna play you if you're big today. Play the next person who's big tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Put in that, you know. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. but all these has it the, the toughest, the hardest. Oh yeah, because there's a time limit. There's an expiry date to, to to performing. To perform. You know, you can't perform your whole life. If you send to a label, you have to deliver. Yeah, you know, it's hard. You may not being consistent is one thing, but being success, successful for a lot of years doesn't really de- depend on you. Drake's success is doesn't really depend on him. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people like him been dropping songs every year, mm-hmm. but they're not having the same attention. So sometimes it's just being God's chosen one. Yeah, yeah the stars have to align, man. You know, so, so at some point, I believe that uh, besides hard work, that's what they call grace. Yeah. And you can't buy grace. You can't condition grace, but mm-hmm. you can't buy it. So one more thing, as uh, we all know, this is a March, which is a woman history month, right? Yeah. Beside your mom, your sister, and your family, who is that woman out there that inspire you? That's the first thing. And oh. then who is that woman out there that you say, damn, I want to smash it? 
<laughs> oh no I mean like um, I mean there's a lot of Beautiful sisters out there You know like uh, I want to start from Acknowledging my mom You know Yes And now um, Ladies like um, Condoleezza Rice Those are people That really I really loved I mean because I mean I used to see Being um, in relation I don't know What was she But I mean She used to be like With external Secretary of State Yeah Secretary of State Or something like that You know Yeah you were Secretary of State Yo, bush, so right? yeah, on the bush. You know, um, Hamitians, Ha'ora, you know, representing uh, uh, one of the most influential countries in the world. You know, it used to be really epic, and um, yeah. So you know, I have Michelle Obama. <laughs> I shouldn't be uh, being pretty. You know what I mean? Being <laughs> super kind every day. And uh, there's a couple of women, you know what I mean, from Cameroon, Muriel Blanche, Daphne, resilient women, strong women, you know. So there's just a lot of them. But I just have a lot of respect for them, and uh, I really wouldn't want to smash them. I will really want to just, you know, give them a ride, give them a helping hand to be better, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. so. Fantastic. Help each other, you know. I know, you, I know you're a busy guy. Thank you for sitting down with us. No problem. Thank you, you, man. Other questions, maybe? Oh, thank you, man. Thank you, man. And so when I end the the, the, the show, the podcast, I like to ask uh, the person I'm interviewing the book they're reading or the book they're playing on buying or picking up to read. Uh, I recently stole a book. The title of the book is Power. You say you wrote a book or you... What you you I, I stole a book. <laughs> I heard that, but I was like, Wait, yeah. "What?" Yeah. I mean, that's a good thing. That's a good thing to steal, right? Mm. <laughs> no, I guess. I guess. I mean, think yeah. Of, yeah, I guess. <laughs> so okay. So, what what is the book about? What's the name of the? You said the name of the book is it's Power. Power. It's Power. A great book. Yeah. Is the book orange? The cover? Yes. I have that book. Yeah. Yeah. I stole it. Okay. So, sorry. No, I understand why but you stole I it. Yeah, yeah. I understand. So. It's that kind of book, you know. It's hard I mean, to buy. It's just like you, need, you see it. You don't really. You don't really. I mean, I don't call it. It's, it's not really. It's like, let me borrow your book. No, I didn't. Mean, I, never I, I just it. took it without asking. Because <laughs> you know, that's the only thing I could do. That's you know, I wanted to really get that knowledge and everything. So that book is powerful. That book is Power, powerful. Bro. It's scary and powerful. But um, well, thank you again, and uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun. And, Thank you for uh, loving my work, man. Definitely, man. You representing Cameroon, yeah, they're showing, uh, putting us on the on the world platform, <laughs> you know, and it's a it's a great thing. You representing the country well. Thank you, man. No problem. Uh, so this is one tasty episode seven. It was Stanley Eno, musician from Cameroon to the world. <sighs> Thank we you. out. Thank you.